I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. remember it was kind of recently i told you the story and i think i actually told julia samuel this way too about how my little nephew austin little rug rat little troublemaker little fucker sometimes you know we recall <laughs> totally. um he was picking his nose and i told him not to do that because um oh he was picking his nose and eating his boogers yeah and, and I said, you were like don't do the don't eat the boogers yeah. your boogers will, will kill it your boogers will you were, I think specifically you were like, the boogers will give you cancer. No, I didn't. Cancer no, no, no. will kill. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Did, cancer yeah. statistically no, will. No, 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 no. Yeah. I said the boogers will turn into little gremlins and they'll eat you from the inside out. Yeah. Right. So and, you can pick your nose, just don't eat it. Right. But what I should have been saying. Those are the rules that I follow. What I should have been saying to him and what we should be saying to everyone is that, hey, Austin, don't pick your nose because you're going to give yourself Alzheimer's. Oh, come on. <laughs> Yeah, well, guess what, guys? I, I mouse, found this article. <laughs> mouse studies suggest an unexpected link between nose picking and Alzheimer's. Tay, you are fucked. <laughs> yeah, me too, honestly. Taylor, you are in fucking uh, trouble. I, uh, I, 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 I've never met anyone who picks their nose more, <laughs> more than than this guy. You know what? You know what Taylor's problem is with picking his nose is that he doesn't just pick his nose. He like rolls it in his finger. No, I do. He, like, he does. keeps it around. No, he I does. Don't. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor turns into a Matthew McConaughey Lexus ad after he picks his nose. He goes like this, Wait, and then he goes... Is, and then he goes... <laughs> you're, you're, yeah. you're really just rolling it just, in your just fingers. fucking rolling it like some intellectual <laughs> driving a Lexus. Uh, I think it's a Lincoln. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, so picture this. Oh, and by the way, I took this whole article and I, I chat GPT'd it. Uh, so just to make it a little more fun, um, this is, I love, I love AI humor. <laughs> it's just a fucking cringe dad. It is. Yeah. Picture this. Uh, you're sitting on the couch watching your favorite show and absentmindedly picking your nose. Suddenly a voice in the back of your head says, Hey buddy, put that <laughs> finger down. You could be increasing your risk of de- developing dementia. It may sound like a joke, but a 2022 study by researchers from Griffith University in Australia have suggested a a tenuous but plausible link between nose picking and the onset of Alzheimer's disease. Now, before you freak out and swear off bugger mining forever, Taylor, (laughs) let's take a closer look at the science behind this snot so serious claim. (laughs) Oh, wait, hold on. Was that that ChatGPT or was that... uh... <laughs> um, AI, AI, AI is maybe. funny, dude. AI is really funny. That was a, that was a, all. This is ChatGPT. Okay. Um, the researchers found that damage to the nasal epithelium, the thin tissue lining the roof of your nasal cavity, caused by nose picking, could provide bacteria with an easier path to the brain. I think we might have covered this a while back. I don't fucking scrape my nose until it bleeds. You know what, though, Taylor. The inside of your nose is a very sensitive area. So mm. although it might not feel like you're scraping it till it bleeds, you are scraping it nonetheless with your dirty, nasty fingernails. Well, what about the... What if- also, I will say this. Also, on top of picking your nose, you do have a fucking filthy habit of picking your asshole <laughs> between two fingers and not just the outside of the pants. You go in your pants and you go, why you like, I mean, it happened. We had a meeting over there like early this morning. You go, man, fuck guys. Why is my asshole so itchy? And you go and under went, your and underwear. I went, Are you under the pants? Not under your pants. Like under the under, underwear. Under the underwear. And you said, yeah, I just scratched just the outside of the sphincter. Oh, but how are you supposed to get the good itch if you don't go <sighs> in the pants? So, uh, <laughs> 
Um, hold on, I have a question. Sure. How? So it is thin tissue, though. It's it's very thin, like it's very thin tissue. Sure, I get it. You know, I get it. Oh Jesus! Fuck! I, I just did it. Oh, oh no. no, dude! You got dementia. <laughs> Can you I, even remember what we're I, talking about? <laughs> when I when I ride my bike, especially in like especially in like spring and fall, when it's when it's uh like a little bit colder, yeah, I will snot rocket. That's good. Fifty times. Snot rocketing is better than picking. I imagine that's because you're but like that's be- got to be aggressive. No, no, it. because it's got to be. That's got to. That's got to be aggressive as well yeah but it's but no but, but hold on taylor the, the point here because the then are here, we getting to a place no, where no, there's no. just no avoiding it no i'll, no, I'll the tell point you here, the, it's caused by the nose picking could provide bacteria w- w- given an easier path to the brain so specifically the bacterian question is in your fingernails is chlamydia <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm not joking the, 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 the bacteria is chlamydia pneumonia <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that this is insane. insane. No, dude, you know what? Chlamydia, God, you know what chlamydia, chlamydia pneumonia. pneumonia? Is? That's a liger. That's what it is. <laughs> it it yeah. sounds like it's a liger. It's, Lamo- it's a mythical. It's a <laughs> it's a centaur. It's, it's a mythical it's, creature. It's, it's, but here, I'll give you some. Like that, I'll, I'll give you guys some bro science and why picking your nose is worse than snot rockets. Okay, so imagine these are like the hairs in your nose, and they're all like sticking down. Sort of like this, like they're all sticking down. This is they're inside waiting. your they're nose waiting cavity. to trap the dirt, right? So they're waiting here to trap the dirt. When you're picking your nose, imagine this big finger just comes in and starts smashing into those hairs. And it's not like totally and like smashing it seems yeah, yeah. like it's it seems like it's you know you're not going super aggressively. Maybe you just trimmed your fingernails, mm-hmm. so there's no like nail action even happening. But you're just pounding those hairs in, right? And these hairs. Taylor knows a thing or two about pounding the, in the hairs. You these, know what I mean? These hairs are uh, meant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, fuck yeah, you man. guys. Uh, so like you're pounding those hairs in, but when you're when you're snot rocketing, you're like actually blowing, just blowing some uh, okay. high pressure air. Yeah. Where's the like keg that? party tonight, bro? <laughs> this is good science, dude. That's about the broiest <laughs> science I've ever heard. So when you're when you're going, it's not as bad as when you're going. So you can just tell by the sound effects, I like can the tell difference. By the, I can tell by the way that you sound that I'm. You right. wouldn't even need to speak the. You didn't even need to speak words. I could just tell by the by the cadence of your voice that you're wrong. <laughs> you do sound like the guy, like who's like who just got out of the fucking barrel and was like interviewed about the the fucking like sickest wave of his life. So pivot. so coming back to chlamydia pneumonia, I'm actually right for sure. It, it could be chlamydia pneumonia. Um. <laughs> Uh, but it is a species of chlamydia, uh, an, oblig- an, an obligate intercellular bacterium that infects humans and, uh, and is a major cause of pneumonia. So, Interesting. So it's a very common m- n- pneumonia causer. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's spelt like pneumonia, but you have an E at the end after the A. So pneumonia, <laughs> chlamydia, pneumonia. It's, I mean, it's a little, from, it's, it's fancy well, it's chlamydia. A, a, maybe a plural. Chlamydia, pneumonia. Pneumonia. <laughs> pneumonia. Um, so pneumonia. Maybe it's Maybelline. So specifically the bacteria in question is chlamydia pneumonia, which can infect humans and cause pneumonia. Uh, and has also been discovered in the majority of human brains affected by late onset dementia. In the study conducted on mice, the researchers demonstrated that C. pneumonia could travel up the olfactory nerve, which connects the nose to the brain, and that when there was damage to the nasal epithelium, nerve infections got worse. This led to an increase in the deposition of amyloid beta protein, a protein that is released in response to infections and is also found in significant concentrations in people with Alzheimer's disease. Now, before you go tossing out your tissue boxes and investing in nose plugs... (laughs) It's important to note that the research is based on mice rather than humans. So while the findings are definitely worth further investigation, it's not clear whether the effects would be the same in humans. That being said, how do mice pick their noses? It, they don't. They, they've humans just ran their giant fingers right yeah. up those tiny humans, little nostrils. Yeah. Humans take humans. Pro- they, they're probably taking, they're probably taking like, like, like a, like a little, like a little mini mouse sized ice pick and just, thrashing it around inside these poor mice's nose and then and then they Ouchie. and they create they, <laughs> and they create gigantic open wounds that bacteria yeah. sneaks in that's, yeah, that's what the mouse says so not Ouchie. only is it going it's going and really like you yeah. can tell by that sound effects that that's probably what's causing the damage 
The amount of mice that they actually don't have to kill afterwards because they already accidentally killed them in picking their nose. That's really sad. Guys, listen how, really li- sad. Listen how insensitive ChatGPT gets here about, uh, about Alzheimer's. That being said, there's no harm in erring on the side of caution. After all, nobody wants to risk losing their marbles over a few stray nose nuggets. Wow, losing their marbles. Whoa, so, ChatGPT, so, come on, chill. So cavalier. So if you find yourself with an itch up your nostril, maybe try reaching for a tissue instead of your finger. And if you do slip up and indulge in a little n- n- no, uh, nostril spelunking, just remember to wash your hands thoroughly afterwards, not only to avoid spreading germs, but also to avoid any potential side effects on your brain. Shouldn't you wash them before? Thank you. Yes, definitely want to and wash afterwards. them before. And after. Yeah. In all seriousness, uh, Alzheimer's is a complicated and devastating disease, and any research that could shed light on its causes and potential treatments is important. Oh, well, it's nose food for thought. It is. Wow. Now, I kind of want to stick on the, but, but how do you feel about that? Like, do you, are you, when you hear this, do you go, I mean, I feel like I know Taylor's response to this. You say this and Taylor goes, bro, I'll, dude, I'd beat the fuck out of Alzheimer's. <laughs> uh, to me, Alzheimer's is that nerd with magic cards. I fucking smash him <laughs> or her. <laughs> I don't discriminate. doesn't matter what the gender is. I'll beat the fuck out of it. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Uh, my thought about that <laughs> is that um, uh, I, again, well, I, I don't know. I mean, if it, if it merits, if it merits um, research that is then done by humans, then, right. then it's kind of like. It would kind of change that, the tune on. Well, on, no, 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 no. It, it, it's like, I mean, anything that's done on mice is interesting. And then if it's done on humans and you get a similar result. If the if, if the research that's done on mice merits research in humans and then that provides a similar result, then that's like then that's what then that moves it from interesting to compelling. So so mm. what you're saying is until they replicate the study in humans, you're gonna continue to pick your nose. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna I don't think this is gonna break the habit. Even now, so if they do <laughs> determine that, oh yeah, holy shit, there is a strong correlation between nose picking and Alzheimer's in humans. Would you? Yeah, I don't think that they're habits? saying there's a strong correlation. I'm, I'm I don't saying think that's if they found that, if they found that, would you? Would you? I kick think. Your I habit? think they're saying they figured out Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah, and I, it has to do with picking the nose. Dude, if they said that there was a strong correlation <laughs> between nose picking and Alzheimer's, yeah, I think I'd consider. Uh, they literally said, immediately. "Pick your nose, you lose your marbles." Stop. Yeah, you don't know your if nose, I could. I don't know good. if you. I don't know if you could kick the habit. I feel like you're just way too addicted. Way like too there's, addicted. There's something Brian, really, really calming Brian. for you about like that rolling Brian. of the booger. Dude, the worst part isn't the rolling; it's the rolling <laughs> and then this, the flicking. Yeah, I know. And, dude. and like he looks at it like he's LeBron James trying to throw a three. He goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel com- I feel compelled. I feel compelled to tell the audience that that eighty percent of this is made and up. None of them will believe um, you. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking loser. Lean into it. <laughs> <laughs> you think anyone's I feel, believing I feel, this I shit? feel compelled. Um, How funny would it be though? If, like, just people like around town started like going. Hey, oh, I just listened to this podcast. Did you hear Taylor McGill? Yeah. He, he fucking dude. He, he picks his nose, nose rolls it for like twenty minutes, and then th- tries to throw it into uh, like cups and stuff. Yeah, people, people start not going to your yoga studio because they're worried that they're gonna like run their hand yeah. under a desk. Or I don't want to get booger canceled. <laughs> uh, you know, you, but, you, but I could, I could kick it. I could kick it. I do pick my nose quite a bit. I could kick it. Yeah. You know I have good you know I develop good habits. I'm good yeah. at I'm good at making habits. I, I just want to be clear too, not to like to because I want to be vulnerable and make you feel less alone. I pick my nose a lot too. I know. I just do it more discreetly. I mean not um, that discreetly. But how do you guys feel about me telling this shit to my nephews? Because this is true. I, I mean, the problem with telling Austin that his boogers are gonna eat him from I think inside you might, out. I think to tell your nephews, lie. I need to give your nephews scary information. I think you might want to wait until this is a uh until this is a nailed on scientific. Well, why though? I mean, I don't want them picking their nose, period. I think nasty little fuckers. They're just like walking around, picking their nose, touching everything, trying to like to shove their fingers in my fucking mouth. No, no, give them a compelling, give them, give them a compelling reason why they shouldn't. Right. So the, the compelling reason why they shouldn't. Alzheimer's like, disease. Cause then you have to explain dementia and they're no, not going to no. get that. Well, yeah, yeah, they would. Cause I could go, Hey, you guys remember we were, in, we were just in Toronto and my grandfather was there. My grandfather has Alzheimer's right now. And, uh, you know, grandpa, According to ChatGPT, lost his marbles. So you're going to be like, if you keep picking your nose, you're not not even going to remember who your brother is. That's right. You keep picking your nose, you're going to keep asking. You're going to have to keep asking mom what her name is. You know what, though? And you're not going to move up in school. 
Dude, and all yeah, your, I and mean, all, and you're gonna get left behind by no, all no, of your no, friends. No, no, no. That would wait, that would probably make no, Austin cry. No, wait, and sure. I think that's a good cry. And sports <laughs> teams and sports <laughs> teams, they'll they'll gloss over you <laughs> so fast. Guys, I yeah, don't think tell him that story. I think that you can tell him in an honest way that he will interpret in a scary way. But I think you can be genuine about the facts of it and say, like, hey, did you know? I just saw you picking your nose. Do you know are, that facts, there was facts a might, study done on mice that that shows that there's some sort of correlation he's four, Brian. between. He's four. I don't think he knows what I don't think he knows what a study is or what mice are. But this is my point. This but is my point. Wait until he gets to grade eight and they no, talk no. to him about the scientific method. No, no, wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> but this is my point. Is because he will hear you say that stuff and he'll go, "These are big words. I don't fully understand this." But then he'll hear, <laughs> "Picking your nose will give you Alzheimer's," and he'll go, "Holy shit!" And yeah. he'll. He'll yeah. make that conclusion himself, well, but you weren't dishonest with him. So yeah, that's what's know, important. I know. And I'm at a loss. Like it's either that or I just scream at him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 God, what a my t- patience what, is worn thin. What a yeah. difficult crossroads. My, my parents did something um, unique. They hit me, yeah. and uh, and yeah, that didn't work. Spanking, so. dude. Do you, uh, do you spank? Um, uh, do you spank Zaya? <laughs> do I spank Zaya? I mean, I'm trying to. I'm trying to break the habit. Yeah. Dude, are people still spanking? I mean, there, I know there's people that abuse their children, but are, are there people that still like spank their children? There was like, recently. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't consider my mom. My mom spanked me with a wooden spoon a few times. I got spanked, but I didn't think times. of that as child when I was abuse. Like, when I was like, but really like, young. dude, if you did that today like guys i got that spanked. Kind of, it's you know that's like i got spanked that's abusive. To, i got spanked to fuck i got load. spanked yeah. until i was probably like uh before i met you which i was 10 so like so crazy? i don't know five six years old maybe i i wow. got spanked like i don't know i remember dude if if i actually think about it that's probably one of the only like traumatic childhood memories yeah i can really recall i got spanked to fuck load to the point where it was normal for me and it's like to me, it's like uh, child abuse light. You know, yeah, like yeah. it's like yeah. they're hitting you. Yeah, and totally. It's like did you traumatic. ever get spanked with a belt or an, an, an object? My no. mom used a spoon. No, no. my mom's probably listening to this going. I, I didn't do that. Well, you, you did, mom. Yeah, I'm, my parents I'm, used their hands. But like, I remember, I remember like running from my dad once when he was like oh, chasing geez, me, and I was dude, like, same, oh, same. Fuck, that's the memory that that's the memory that I can recall. But both my is is being like, holy fuck, I don't want this to happen. So how hard do you spank Zaya? I mean, I try to go at least 75% lighter than <clears throat> my dad did. Um, just kidding. I don't abuse my child. No, lean um, into it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, lean into it. Tell the audience that you do. Um, uh, Let's be but would you? But would you like, and, and I'm, trying to, oh, be serious. I, I'm, I'm sorry. trying to be serious here. Like not, obviously you're, you're not spanking Zay. She's a fucking one-year-old baby. But like, would you do things like, like, you know, like if she goes to like grab something she shouldn't, would you like do this? Like, I do this to donuts sometimes where I go, oh. And like little, like a little tap, like tap no. on her hand or something like that. No. Do you no. do this? Do you do this when she d- does something you don't like? Do you go, hey, don't <laughs> and blow in her face? I actually, I have a spray bottle. <laughs> I have a spray bottle. Those I go, are really effective. I go, say it. You know, it's funny. It's, it's like the thought of doing that to a child is insane, but I do that shit to Tony all the time. I go, get out of here. Yeah, but he's blown his nose, <laughs> blown his face. But he's a dog. Yeah. You know, speaking I of know, spank- but he doesn't like. He doesn't like it. And then I go, no, he doesn't like that. Speaking of spanking, there was a uh, there was right, dude, there was recently. We, we're gonna I'm gonna get we're gonna so much hate mail that that people found out I blow in Donut's face when hey, I don't. Well, that's a total. That's a totally. I I do that. I'm humping. I give Loki. I give Loki, especially now that we have a a, a well, child. And and Loki's when, also deaf. when he's and and he's very stubborn. Yeah. Period. So like even if he yeah. was fully, if he had his hearing and everything, he's still like. He still stalks Zaya when she has food. He's very good at not taking it. Yeah. If she drops it on the floor, it's good done. It's yeah, it's yeah. it's game on. Yeah. But he stalks her whenever she has food, and like I have to, I I give him like little taps on the head. But speaking of spanking, um, it was with a closed. There fist? was two. <laughs> there was no with an open hand, Fuck open guys. palm. There was a. There, there, there I was think we're gonna have to clarify some things here. <laughs> there was a. There was um a couple of states. Um, I want to say it was like Alabama and maybe Arkansas or somewhere in that sort of like south central, um, southern central states. Um, Where they said no, no to spanking? No, they 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 removed it from the whatever was in the language that encompasses child abuse. Oh, wow. They, oh, they basically wow. they basically went, you know what? We think spanking is is, is, is OK. Man. And uh, and there was a. That was maybe within that the last is. year. I think that's. Oh my god! Dude, I think it's crazy. fucking crazy. That is crazy. Like how how crazy is it that it, that it was normalized 
that I, like hitting your kid was I was like a ne- good form yeah. of yeah. of teaching them a lesson. Like I could you know? never imagine spanking Austin. Yeah, like that right? blows my the right? thought of that blows my mind. Yeah, that like that my and my my parents were like, all right. Drop trow. And that's I wonder why. Your ass. Uh, yeah. I well, because they happened. got because you know what? Because they, they got, got fully beat up. Dude, they got they got it worse. Like, I that's had, why. My I mom had, got my mom got her fucking knuckles wrapped with a paddle at like Catholic school dude, in I, small town Newfoundland. I had a I had a teacher uh in Oh, this is what it was, dude. Corporal punishment is still used in schools to a significant wow. though declining extent in some public wow. schools in Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, wow. Oklahoma, Tennessee, and Texas. The most recent state to outlaw. But where? Well, I had a, I had a teacher in high school, uh, Mr. Strugnell. Uh, amazing teacher. He was my, he was my Eng- English advanced teacher and my, my English teacher throughout high school. He, he was such a fucking rad guy. Kind of an older guy. He retired shortly after I graduated or graduated high school. And one day he came in with a, a strap. It was like a leather strap that it wasn't. It was like, yeah, I guess it was leather, but it looked like it looked like it had like fiberglass kind of like um, weaving. In yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, he brought that in. He was like, hey, when I was a kid, um, if we like spoke at a turn or whatever, our teacher would take us up to the front of the class. We'd hold off out our palm and he would strap across the palm. And he was like, and it hurts. And he was like, he passed it around so people would feel it. And I was, and I felt it. And I was like, "Will you do it to me?" And he goes, "Absolutely not." And I was like, "What if, I, like, I'm asking you to do it, but you do it softly?" And it's like, "It's okay, you can do it." And he was like, "Ah, no." And so he was like, and I pushed, and he's like, "All right." So he shut the door, and he, he let me come up, and he was like, "I'm not gonna do it hard." And I was like, "All right." So we, and he did it like he did it like this, like a very light little tap. And dude, that thing fucking hurt so bad. <laughs> and he was like, "Now when when we got it, like they would." They would fucking reef on it on her hand, Whoa. and I was like, "That is, man, unbelievable." It, it's so crazy. You know what? You know what I find interesting though is that in therapy, I've never talked about being spanked, and yeah. also like in my mind, it's not really this physical, like physically being spanked as a kid. And like, like guys, I was spanked a lot, like yeah. probably you know once or twice a week. Is that why you're so into having Maddie spank you now? Could be, Could yeah. Haven't really like, haven't explored that. You know, I haven't thought too much yeah. about it. But I, do, yeah. I certainly Don't think do enjoy too much it. About it. So it might ruin so it. For it you. might ruin it for me. You're right. But um, <laughs> but the interesting thing is that, so I, what I would say is how it, how it's probably fucked me up, is the actual like physical act and the memory of that is not really doesn't bother me at all. I'm like, hey, that was a sort of thing that was used in the times, and 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 I feel like other people were spanked, and it wasn't really that bad. But I bet it is one of the underlying reasons why I never felt comfortable coming to my parents when I really needed like help with something, mm. um, because I was probably afraid of them to a certain extent. Yeah. And like, you know, like they, I guess that's you know what Gabor Mate talks about in terms mm-hmm. of like, like showing your kid love and being there for them so that they feel like in moments where they really need you that they're going to yeah. come to you. Um, like when he was talking about Taylor's childhood and upbringing. Um, I feel like that's probably a huge reason why I felt isolated in my yeah, childhood and yeah. like I couldn't go to my parents for help. Yeah. But I don't know. <clears throat> it seems like uh it it seems like it's um it's a little murky as to whether as to whether it's actually happening or or it's just that there are a number of southern mostly southern states that haven't specifically outlawed it like if it if a teacher did it they'd be like well technically they were allowed yeah yeah Yeah, but it's not happening i I mean it's it's sort of it's sort of hard to say because like all the articles are kind of like they're raising hell about how it's still they're still allowed to do it um but um, it's not it's not very clear whether it's let's uh let's have a little uh a little uh palate cleanser here this is a uh instagram post that uh you sent me spanking uh, I think, I think you just started talking about how you just like can't not hit anything that just like walks by. It was something about <laughs> you're like it was. We're, oh, we were talking about your addiction bullying. to your addiction to nose picking and your addiction to bullying. Yeah, people that, and things. So that we're are asking. And so we're asking you. if you bullied your daughter. That's right. 
Right. So um, this is from a Instagram account. Uh, this is like she's like a mom vlogger. Vlogger Dude, Taylor, how much is Kylie gonna hate that segment? <laughs> oh, she'll love it. It's a all mom, true. A mom. This is Sorry, from a Kyla. mommy blogger vlogger type thing. Um, her Instagram na- handle is Tinkles her pants. No, Which it isn't. It is. It's tinkles her pants. That's a very common issue that, uh, that I mean, maybe, uh, people maybe, face after they have maybe that they yeah a, maybe it, maybe it is maybe it's a nod to incontinence. Kyla very anyway. much struggles with it. Kyla should change her name to tinkles her pants <laughs> underscore one. Um, so the caption of this video says, "My daughter," and by the way, both of her children have autism. So the the caption says, "My daughter asked for these uh, feelings cards for Christmas." She spends her afternoons quizzing her brother on complex emotions. For a while, everything fit into a happy, sad, mad bucket for him. His uh, default is to internalize, not express. So games like these help him verbalize deeper emotions and also perspective and also perspective take. Pretty important tools for engaging with his peers. Sometimes I think kids with autism are at an, are at an advantage. Imagine what would happen if we shifted our focus away from academics or athletics being the only markers of success and instead offered emotional support for all kids and adults. So here's the, uh, here's really the video that went along with it. And this is, this is so fucking sweet. How would you feel if a classmate gives you a compliment on a new outfit you're wearing? Um, I'm proud that you want to argue that. Proud. He said proud. Good. So these are like How would you cards. feel if your parents go out to dinner and leave you with a babysitter. They don't get home in time for your bedtime routine. Mm, a little nervous? Nervous. How would you feel Love if little, like, you come in nervous? from recess on a hot day only to find a very long line for the water fountain? Oh, dude, I'd say fucking pissed. Exhausted. <laughs> oh, he said exhausted. Hey, how's this boy feeling? Um, overwhelmed? Like it 
because they struggled with it in the past and that's their right. that's their that's their association Dude, with it. That's the way I feel about <laughs> university. And so and and so this is like this just reminds me of like how can we be teaching children things? How, can, how like what are the things that that we're teaching children at at a specific age that are just like not helpful? And what should be taking the place of that? Like emotional Mm-hmm. Emotion, like emotional mm-hmm. um, intelligence and things like that. And like how to, to do descri- their taxes. Being able to describe mm-hmm. yourself. Yes, doing your taxes, math, STEM, anything STEM, engineering, mm-hmm. um, computer science, mm-hmm. coding Medical and science. programming. The physics yeah. of flight. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things, I, these foundational I mean, principles the, that I, govern our, our existence. You know, like like Zaya's, Zaya's, Zaya's going to go to this... Um, Zaya's going to go witchcraft, <laughs> black magic, Ouija board etiquette, like, how to be a good dungeon master in D and D. Yeah, it's right, exactly. Um, Zaya, like Zaya's going to go to this daycare starting in September, and it's called Tiny Lab, and they have like Tiny Lab. They have like a they have like a very uh. they have like a a super focus on on like free play. So it's just kind of like it's basically just like a like a like a socialization, figure your shit out, melting pot. Very like um. No if you toys. guys are familiar with like Montessori, no, yeah, there are no like toys. That. But but I mean, so the interesting <laughs> thing I've I've been there. The interesting thing about this place is that it is just a ball pit. <laughs> the whole the whole space. You walk right. in and I mean, balls pour out. You walk, yeah, you walk, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so like, it the it's just a it's just a ball pit. They the day, food in the ball pit. The daycare everything. facilitators in the ball pit. They're in, a, in they, the ball. Oh, yeah, pit. They, yeah, their office the is pit. in the ball pit. Like it's just all a ball pit. Yeah. Yeah, all that's their, sick. Yeah. It is yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah. but it, uh, what I, I am, I am serious though. In the, in the sense that, like, so am I. There are tons of <laughs> there are tons of things that there are probably there are probably tons of things that we could be teaching children at a specific time that could replace something that, like, sure they might be kind of maybe a little bit ready to do X, Y, Z, but they might be way more suited to be learning something like what we just watched, which is like learning how to regulate your emotions and understand how you're feeling. Yeah. You know, isn't it um, like that, that idea of free play and like, isn't there an idea that like not having toys too, and a kid having to use their imagination and like create, create stuff like overstimulation of too many toys leads to like an inability to, or lack of creativity. That's why we, that's why, uh, that's why I started Artzuka. Uh, you know, it was just like, like, you know, don't like, don't buy your kids a bunch of art supplies. They're going to be overwhelmed with art supplies. Make your kid dig your used tampons out of your garbage and turn those used tampons into yeah. fun little rocket ships. Ghost. And I'll show yeah. you how to do it. Yeah. Right. Cause I got all these used tampons here. <laughs> and so, Jer- and so all you need is like Jer collects. Them. All you Dude. need is grab some cheese string, strip the cheese string, plug it onto that thing. You got some rocket Dude, fuel. We should totally do change our YouTube channel. To just be a like grown up Artzuka. Just, just Artzuka clips. Yeah. With adult, with adult only materials. For anyone yeah. who doesn't know, I used to host a children's art show on CBC when like, Fucking ten years ago, oh, everybody our, all, knows all of our Hungarian listeners now. No, all of our, no, no, our Turkish, Turkish listeners. listeners. Yeah, yeah. right. Big, big following in Turkey. <laughs> Jeremy's, Jeremy's huge in Turkey. That is interesting. My number <laughs> one followed city on Instagram, like on my in my like uh, like in my insights, is Inst- Istanbul. <laughs> it's it's greater than Halifax. <laughs> That's really funny. That it's so really funny. funny. Are you tired of hearing the same old wellness advice? It's time to dig deeper and listen to America Dissected from Crooked Media, the podcast that's cutting into the science, culture, and policy that shapes our health. From doctors fighting for their rights to the surprising truths about sunscreen, America Dissected dives deep into the state of health. Tune in every Tuesday for new episodes of America Dissected, available on all major podcast platforms. Um, hey, check this out. This is fucking cool. I have zero information on this, uh, but this is uh, this is like a new um, modular bionic arm. Watch this. Oh, Dude, this like is, a prosthetic. Yes. Cool. Yes. Sorry. A, a prosthetic arm. Did I say bio? I mean, it is bionic. It's a bionic it, it, it prosthetic was, arm. It, it was unclear modular. whether it was like a like a production line. No. Robotic yeah. Arm. Watch this. So uh, for people that are just listening, this uh, young woman who has uh, who is missing an arm is putting on this prosthetic that is bionic 
It's modular, so the hand can detach wow. uh, from the forearm. And she has incredible dexterity. She's doing things like placing, you know, blocks and cubes. She's picking up a fucking can of soda without absolutely crushing the fuck out of it. She's grabbing wow. some grapes, right? Like, look at that. It also is a cool-looking arm. Like, it's it's kind of neat. I mean, it looks like an arm. Yeah. Dude, it looks like that, uh, that remember that uh, clip on, like, YTV? Like, wow. Astar yeah. the Robot yeah, right. or whatever? Yes. That's right. When, it, when their yeah. arm gets cut off and they're like... Look at her. She's cutting a fucking... Yeah. The fun thing about this, she'd never be able to cut yeah. her finger. Yeah, Astar's fucking wrong now. Because you can cut your arm off and whoa, get your arm back. Oh, shit. She, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is taking a turn. Oh, she's <laughs> she's now the using the knife. Holy shit. <laughs> The bionic arm has a life of its own. <laughs> Dude, that's going to be the thumbnail. <laughs> you know what's really funny is I watched that video and I was I was like, I was just, it made me think if like, God forbid, Kira lost her arm and then had to get one of those. And I was like, <laughs> I was just thinking about it. Don't say it. Don't say it. I, I can. <laughs> I, I already about, know yeah. you're I was thinking about it. Give me a hand job with that thing and then accidentally be like, oh God. <laughs> Ripping your chin off. Rip. That would be Ripping my dick off. Dude, I mean, how many HJs are you getting? So dangerous. <laughs> what are you, 14? <laughs> I love a good hand job. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, so, I mean, that's a huge step forward in terms of, like, we've covered uh, prosthetics in the past. and That's um, very cool. It just, it just seems like we're kind of going in a really cool direction. Now, that's an arm. I mean, I could see, like, a, a, le- like a leg, like, maybe, you know, like a full-sized leg with, like, articulating joints and stuff at some point. Um, yeah, I can like see there, a full there, person. There's quite a there's quite a difference between like yeah. losing your leg from the from like the like hip down versus like the knee down or below the knee. Yeah. Um. I mean, at, at, if the, the every junction point, like every every joint junction, is going to is going to increase the, the like difficulty of of, yeah. of like movement and walk. But uh, what you know, the the part that blew my mind about that video is watching her use the knife to slowly stab that man to death <laughs> like that was just wild impressive. so impressive um, um guys in the next 10 years uh i guarantee you i will walk through the door in this uh studio as optimus prime with a, <laughs> with a robot assistant behind me that Dude, yeah. functions basically like that entire that arm except it's an entire body and it's hooked up to artificial I didn't even mean to make, I didn't even mean that as a pun, but like with Optimus, you'll walk through with Optimus, yeah. which is Tesla's, Tesla's robot. 100%. And I would, I would 100%, like if time is money, and this is the argument that I, I, I laid out to you guys, um, not that you needed convincing, but like when, 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 <laughs> when, they, when they first started talking about Optimus, when they did the, uh, like the launch demonstration yeah. um, uh, when Tesla did, did it. For people who don't know, we're talking about Tesla's humanoid robot yeah, that yeah. they demoed. Which Tesla is like has like a robot in development. They previewed, yeah. Um, and they would, previewed it. Yeah. And, yeah. and when, when they do launch it, we will all be subservient. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> and, and it, its purpose is to like basically do the things that take up time in your life. Like, like, dishes and yeah. like making cleaning your house and like bully the putting nerds. groceries away and like like little <laughs> stuff like that yeah bullying um yeah i mean if you get the optimus you don't have to bully anymore yeah you don't have to spank your kid anymore <laughs> and um, do it. and and like if it's i mean when i think about when i add up all the time especially now that i have a kid and like time is more time is time is a much more valuable and scarce resource than it than it was, once was. It's basically a butler. You you have you have a full time yeah, butler. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, and I think they said that it was going to be like twenty five thousand dollars or something like that. Or that was the that was yeah. like the price target or something. Which like is that. a lot cheaper than a butler. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it is. And if you could, it's an ethical slave. And if you could, take I mean, out, basically, yeah, yeah, sounds, yeah, sounds. You don't have to. You don't have like. You don't have. I mean, it, it, it. When you put it that way, it sounds a little icky. Um, and does, also, by the way, I fully, sense. I fully support Alexa. I'm a big fan of AI. All the robots. I'm pro robot. Okay? Me too. 
So just yeah. putting that out there onto the internet yeah, right. so that it has been said. We're all pro-robot. And I love robots. Very and I love AI, and I will be subservient. I'm optimistic about the... Don't kill me. ...robotic future. Um, but it, but it's like a, it's, it is like a butler that you don't have to, like, house. You don't have to give it, like, room and board. Um, feed it. You don't have to feed it. It doesn't have to poop. And it really is one of those things that even for... And this is just an interesting way in which, like, Elon Musk is is um, kind of like is trying to do things. Um, I think with Optimus, maybe this isn't the prime function, but with Optimus and with like Neuralink and stuff like that, is like doing something to doing something that costs money that can also free up time for you to make money. So, like, um, if you have this Optimus robot and it's twenty five thousand dollars, and you might be and you might think like, oh, that's like just outside of my price range or whatever or, yeah. it's, or it's too expensive for you me. can now work 60 hour weeks like you actually get you actually get a lot more time back so like there is a there is there is like a trade-off there where you actually like get time back where you can do more where you can do more imagine stuff. the value not of that, like not that i would personally want to be doing more work with that time but i mean it it, it is like i mean time is time is a resource that you can decide what, what you, to do with what if you can send your robot servant to work for you uh, well, that is the promise of the AI revolution, which is that everybody doesn't have to work because every single uh, task on Earth is handled by a robot and human resource labor is no longer required. And we're all taken care of. A utopia. But we had this conversation last week and what what happens when you replace a system like capitalism <laughs> with some with a system like who knows what the fuck that is? Well, regardless of whether or not we have robots uh, to do our bidding, um, we are all doomed when it comes to our eyesight. Uh, excessive screen time. Do you guys? Do you guys remember? Do you guys remember? Did Did you guys have the thing with the like when you were growing up and you were playing Dreamcast or you know Dreamcast? Super Nintendo? That was an interesting first example. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have very very fond memories of spending a lot of time. Here's why. A lot of time playing Dreamcast. A lot of time playing Dreamcast late, late, late at night because I was old enough. Sega, Sega, Sega. Um, and a lot of time playing Dreamcast really close to my television. And a lot of times my mom saying, "Don't sit so close to the TV." Like this kid here. So this is how close I sit to my monitor. I'm currently an immortal level player in Valorant, and the most common question I get asked is why I sit this close to my monitor. So in this video, I'm gonna tell you guys why I sit this close to my monitor. (laughs) He sits that close. Stop it. For people that are just listening, it was a gamer, like a professional YouTube gamer, who is sitting literally with his nose touching his monitor. (laughs) Okay, it's absurd. My mom always said, "Hey, don't sit so close to the monitor; it'll fuck up your eyes." And then I remember being like, "That's bullshit." And then growing up and actually see, like hear, seeing somewhere where they're like, that actually was bullshit. Like it was like a Mythbusters thing. I was like, nah, it's kind of bullshit. Well, actually, not so much. New studies just came out that basically are saying that uh, excessive screen time is actually changing our eyes faster than we can blink. Hey, yo, look out. Did that's you put uh, this that's not ChatGPT. That's CBC. <laughs> you, know what's fu- you know what's funny, though? Before you even get into this, I, I'm going to already refuse to believe this. Um, Dude, there's a because, staggering stat in this. Okay, but just think about this. This for is the anecdotally. most believable thing I've ever heard. Anecdotally, which one? Uh, which of the who of the three of us spends the most time on a screen? Probably you. Okay, who? Which one of the three of us has the best eyesight? I don't know because we I, need to get tested. Know. Both of you guys wear glasses occasionally. Well, I never wear glasses. Well, you didn't at one point in your life. You didn't think that you might need glasses. Well, Brian, Dude, Brian, I have gl- I have a glasses prescription that if you put on, you wouldn't even you'd think that they were your but, fake glasses. But why did you yeah, get Brian a glasses bought glasses that, well, that I had unexplained headaches for a while? Brian, <laughs> Brian has bought several glasses without lenses in them. So you think your eyesight is the best? No, I just I'm just saying, say, I'm just out of curiosity. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I'm saying I don't know. Well, health. <laughs> Uh, eye health experts My eyes are good. say that research... Well, yeah, give it a sec, Brian. Say that research now links overuse of computer and smartphone screens to several progressive, irreversible eye disorders, such as dry eye disease and myopia uh, at rates not seen before. So, Brian, thinks he has, Brian thinks he has the best eyes because he spends 18 hours a day on a screen and he forgets that every time he goes outside and he looks across the commons, he goes, are we in Halifax? Every time he goes, why would I do that? Every time he goes outside, he goes, he goes like, "What?" Every time he goes outside, he goes like this. <laughs> ah! Is that the CN Tower? <laughs> My eyes. Um. Uh. He literally. My eyes. 
My eyes! They're actually bleeding. They're actually bleeding. Um, so, quote, there has been an exponential increase in screen time since the pandemic, said Dr. Rana Taji, owner and medical director of Toronto Medical Eye Associates. Maybe this is just big eye. Yeah, it could be. Uh, she is one of many eye specialists who have issued online warnings about how screen overuse is changing people's eyes. Over time, staring too long at screens can change the structure of the eyeball and lead to atrophy of the glands that keep it moist. Research is now pointing to excessive screen time for the rise in eye disorders such as dry eye and myopia which are becoming more common and affect more young people. And that's for peasants who who don't fucking blink, dude. Well, when <laughs> you use a screen, you actually blink a lot less than you typically would. Yeah. Um, and you do that just inherently. Uh, in a 2022 st- Statistics Canada survey, Canadians reported looking at screens at an average of about two, 3.2 hours a day. Uh, but Canadian research released in April 2023 shows that occupational and recreational screen time Averages among participants were much higher than pre-pandemic levels, with people often reporting six to seven hours per day. Check your screen Whoa, time right what? now. Participants in this study reported spending between zero and 12.5 hours per day on screens for recreation alone. Now, here's the stat that blew my mind. This is also just for your phone, Brad. It's not including the, all the time you spend on your laptop. We've watched TV, like whatever. So here's the crazy stat that blew my mind here. By 2050... More than half of the world's population is expected to be myopic, meaning one in every two people will be nearsighted, a finding backed by the World Health Organization. Yeah, that's So myopia, for people who don't know, occurs when the eyeball elongates from the front to the back. This affects its ability to bend light, which enables sharp vision. Uh, This elongation increases nearsightedness, making distant objects blurry. I think that might be the thing that I developed. Um... I don't know if my if myopia and if if you do know I could probably Google it. But if you do know, is myopia different from an astigmatism? Because I developed an astigmatism. But here's the trippy thing about my astigmatism: I went in, got my my um, it went away. What do you call it? Glasses. My, my glasses. Got my prescription. Wore the glasses, and then about a year later, it went away, like well, almost completely. You just stopped spending so much time on. Maybe you didn't have astigmatism. Maybe you. Maybe you. Maybe you have. I mean, myopia. that's what the doctor. That's what the eye doctor said. He said you have an astigmatism. It's in and your eye is like elongated. It's like it's like or more like ob, Ovo, ob, oblong shape. Oblong. Oblong. I fucking that that, that word sick. sucks. I like it. Oblong. <laughs> no, oh. it's great. Oblong. Yeah. So while myopia or nearsightedness has a genetic component, it has been shown to progress faster in people who who overuse screens. Human eyes can also become chronically dry if the Mebomian glands, a sebaceous gland that helps create protective, uh, protective tear film. The fuck? Become obstructed or atrophy. What's tear film? Or sorry, tear, tear film. Tear film. <laughs> God damn. Um, Melibomian glands secrete uh, mebum, which is specialized substance containing lipids that protect the eye's surface. It's different than the watery tears that flush the eye. Without a healthier uh, tear film, eyes become dry, sensitive, and light uh, to light and irritated, which is why Brian um, looks like a vampire when he walks out into the sunlight. <laughs> Research has linked staring I spend at way more time in the sun than you guys staring at digital devices for long periods without proper blinking to degra- uh, to degraded gland function, even in some children. So when humans stare at screens, their blink rate decreases. Blinking activity activates the uh, the mebomian glands, and if the eye does not blink enough, this can clog the glands and over time damage them. Um. So, but here's the thing. If I mean, if, if you got the if you got the what is it the um uh myopia? If you have that, you're fucked. You're done. You're done. You need glasses. You're you're never gonna have my. You're, you're never going to have good guys again. But if you have the dry eye problem, there is a fix. Yeah. A I really think. good fix. And that fix is putting amniotic fluid in your eyeballs. Okay. Oh, Interesting. I don't know about that, though. Well, 
Before you get into that, um, I just want to say, uh, my friend Tyler told me about this the other day. This um, myopia is a problem with kids in particular because they're it's be- becoming massive they're, in children. They're given yeah. screens at such a young age, yeah. and they're spending less time out, outside, yeah. and they're not interacting with their friends outside anymore. They're interacting with On the them screen. online, yeah. and so their uh, uh, long range vision is getting really poor. Yeah. Is really poor because they spend so much time looking at something right in front of them. They face. also said in this article that they're, they're, the recommendation is to not let your kid look at a screen before they're yeah. one year old. Yeah. Like just keep them away from screens until, until one. Yeah. I, now, think it's, I think it might even be 18 months. Yeah. I remember on Zaya's first birthday, which was, uh, was a month ago. ago. You got her an Three iPad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, like for her birthday, he was like, you're one, sat her in front of the iPad yeah. for eight hours straight. It was sweet. Yeah, it was, it Dude, was she, exciting. She didn't make a peep. Yep. Yeah. It was great. I actually got to, I got to pretend like I didn't even have a kid. She's actually day. in the studio right now over there with the, sitting in front of that iPad. Kind of a blank stare. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she's not really. <laughs> she hasn't made a peep at all. Yeah. And I don't think she's. Just like a little has she doll. Been, has she been blinking? Her eyes look dry. Um. Yeah, so amniotic fluid. Uh, do you guys know what amniotic fluid is? Uh, comes amniotic, from the amniotic, amniotic fluid is recycled pee. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, it, so, so, so it's, it's amniotic it's a, fluid. It's a, myth is, it's a myth that pee is sterile. Pee is sterile to yourself. To when it's amnio when it's so pee is sterile there, to yourself a, when you use it as a mouthwash. There's a sterile recycling cycle that happens when when a baby is in utero. And the baby is is basically drinking. That's probably not the right word to use. But basically drinking the amniotic fluid and urinating it out. And that's like a cycle that the yeah. baby goes through. And that like that's a sterile yeah. cycle for it for it to be, be in. And it's closed like, loop. Yeah. Yeah. So now get this. Here's a crazy thing. This is fact. What I'm about to say is medical fact. Fact. This is okay. the most broy bro science. This is 100 percent fact. I was stating fully real he, things. He we was. Can't and, be and, sure ever. And I will also be stating something would, that is fully yep. real. Yep. Amniotic fluid will help your dry eyes. <laughs> Putting amniotic fluid in your eyeballs is great for your eyeballs. Now, the FDA, they'd like to remind you not to put amniotic fluid in your eyes, but amniotic fluid is really great for your eyes. Now, for a sinister Shakespearean brew to conjure spirits, you're going to need to gather a variety of mythical herbs, like the scale of a dragon, uh, the cool blood of a baboon, uh, or maybe a spotted gecko, and for eternal life, harvested uh, harvested dead man's toe and a newt's saliva, okay? But if dry eye relief is all you seek, then the piss of a human fetus is all you'll need. Just don't mention this to the FDA. Where is this from? <laughs> so the regulatory agency posted a public safety notification warning people not to use dry eye drops with such ingredients, uh, products more akin to hocus pocus than modern medicine. Here's the funny thing. We're not, we are not, I am not talking about making your own concoction of eye drops with amniotic fluid from Just, your baby's amniotic fluid. I'm talking about these very, very, like the thought leaders in eye health companies that are making actual eye drops with amniotic fluid in them. No, they're not. Yes. Wait. Oh, you're these, not joking. No. These guys actual are, companies. These that, guys know their shit. But but what do you mean? Like what like what kind of company? But they're not FDA approved. Well, the FDA the FDA would say not. Okay. What not. kind of companies and what kind of stores could you buy something like that at? I, 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 well, that's a, that's actually a good question that I don't have the answer to. But the eye drops are thought to, so 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 the eye drops that the FDA are are fucking poo pooing. And where's the amniotic fluid coming from? Yeah, that's a good question. How well, are they mining that? Where do we get the adrenochrome to keep our supple skin looking so good? From the Democrats' uh, pedophile ring. That's right. So that's probably where they're they're also getting the amniotic fluid. Would be my guess. Uh, the eye drops are thought to contain amniotic fluid, the clear liquid that surrounds and cushions a human fetus as it incubates in a womb. Generally, amniotic fluid contains a variety of maternal and fetal excretions and secretions, but after the tenth week of gestation, it is largely fetal pee pee, with fetal lung secretions being another significant component. Oh, interesting. Makers of these tinkly eye drops claim they can treat eye conditions, namely dry eyes and inflammation. Any such biologic based product claiming to cure or treat a condition is regulated by the FDA under the public health 
Service Act and the Federal Drug, Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act. As such, these products require an investigational new drug application, an IND, to be tested in humans and a full FDA approval before hitting the market. This appears to have been news to at least two companies that the FDA <laughs> sent warning letters to late last year. The companies, Regenerize and M2 Bio- Biologics, were illegally selling unapproved eye drops, which the FDA said contained amniotic fluid <laughs> to treat eyes. I like how they were like, oh, shit, our bad. Like, we didn't realize we needed approvals to give people these drugs. Like, I mean, I mean, like, I'm not, I don't even want to. I'm not going to like stand here and and I mean and shit on the idea that something that humans make and secrete could have some type of benefit. No, me neither, but but the, like we just don't know. But also obviously. but also I will stand here and shit on a company <laughs> that thinks that they can produce like medical products Right and I, not no, get FDA no, approval no, for no, it. No, no, 100%. I mean 100%. Th- 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 this is as insane as a company going, look, We've got this amazing mouthwash, and it's 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 Tony's pee. So we like we just get Tony to pee in a, in some bottles. We got it fucking labeled, and he puts it out there. And this shit just cl- you want white teeth? Let Tony piss in your mouth. Man. What I what I mean to what I mean to say <laughs> is that there are tons of I mean an endless list of things that at one point a lot of people would have said would have said would have said. There's no way that that has any benefit or whatever, and then ended up being wrong. But you're totally right. But so, so I'm not going to stand here and be like, and be like, you know, that'll never work. That'll or never work because yeah, yeah. I fucking yeah. know. I don't fucking yeah. know. It sounds like, I, I mean, we sort of know. I think that urine doesn't really have many properties that are helpful uh, for us. So. I would guess that amniotic fluid is probably somewhere on that same spectrum. I mean, the last but, time I got piss in my eye, it was burned. But it you're, burned. but you're definitely right that you that uh, product should not be sold uh, without any yeah. approval and or studies. No, definitely and well, scientific but, but it's but it's even like like the the, uh, the, the Tony's pee example. It's like one step further than that. Not only like will Tony's pee make your breath better, it'll also cure your oral thrush. Like mm. that, the claim is that this thing is going to mm. like have medical benefits. I bet pee would cure some oral thrush though. Yeah, maybe. Probably just burn that shit off. But but before you can sell it, the FDA will yeah. have to approve it. Well, it, and yeah, also I, like like let's just, also not sit here and say that like FDA approvals are all mean that like like. The the product is perfect and great too. Well, no, no, I, yo, I'm sitting here saying that the amniotic fluid eye drops. I mean, fuck, the FDA don't know what the fuck they're talking about because these things, they're also bought. They're you know, bought. That's right. Bought this, sold. this is just big FDA, if you ask me. Um, uh, but uh, if you, if you were curious, um, the amount of amniotic fluid eye drop products that are approved by the FDA is zero. Um, and any such product used under an, uh, an, under an IND requires patients to sign consent forms, yet the FDA is finding these products on the market, the regulator, uh, the regulator said in its notification. They said, quote, manufacturers are marketing and distributing amni- amniotic fluid eye drops to treat, mitigate, or cure diseases or conditions such as eye disease without the required permanent uh, pre-market review and approval, raising potential significant safety concerns. Now, to be serious for a second, when it comes to the, like the serious safety concerns, there has been a massive pull of a number of like very common eye drops off market shelves because there's been a, a like a fucking a uptick in deaths across America from eye drops that were infected with uh, some sort of bacteria. Oh, yeah, we uh, talked about this recently. Yes, that's right. Um, now, but I'll but I'll tell you what. Not one of those people died from taking amniotic fluid eye drops. Wow. Strong correlation. Without the proper (laughs) approval and oversight, the agency noted it does not have the information about their manufacturer. um, And there are, there are no assurances that the products are safe and effective for any disease or condition. Uh, And there's a good chance that they aren't effective (laughs) for years. Some researchers have touted the potential regenerative and healing properties of amniotic fluid for eye conditions. And for decades, Ophthalmologists have used amniotic membranes for repairing the surface of the eye with mixed results. So, do you know what would be really funny is if we, because we could probably get 
the um, owner of one of those companies to come on and talk about uh, <laughs> the benefits of using amniotic fluid in eye drops and how they did that for a routine checkup episode. We should do that. I mean, I would for sure have that conversation. Me too. Like because, I'm, I'm actually, I'm serious well, because, about that too. Because, because I also doubt that they just threw it in there and <laughs> sold it. They yeah. probably <laughs> did have and paid for some at least small scale study of, of effects that back up their claim in some way. Well, now, how yeah. relevant and statistically relevant yeah. those are is obviously po- points to probably not vary since it's why they don't have an FDA approval. So they say here, it's not a wild idea that amniotic components could help eyes. Amniotic membranes are thought to support eye surface repair because of the fetal membrane ha- because the fetal membrane has a similar cellular com- uh, composition to the mucous membrane on the surface of the eye. Moreover, amniotic tissue and fluid can contain electrolytes, uh, growth factors. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude, we should just make... Got electrolytes. <laughs> Let's just make fucking Gatorade eye drops. <laughs> growth factors, enzymes, hormones, and immu- uh, immunoglobulins, uh, which can help spur cellular repair. But with any donated biological material, there's variation and the risk of inadvertently transferring pathogens. And with amniotic fluid... There's the fact that it's 98% water. In studies of amniotic membranes, researchers have come up with mixed results with success in pilot studies vanishing uh, in larger randomized controlled trials. This apparently hasn't stopped some of the people making strong claims about the benefits of dripping amniotic fluid into eyeballs. M2 Biologics claims it's Stimulize, name of the product, regenerative eye solution, can soothe dry eyes with natural anti-inflammatory components, the Georgia-based company's website says the eye uh, says that the eye drops, which run for two hundred and twenty-nine dollars for a one-month supply, are currently uh, unavailable for sale. Seems uh, expensive. Um, does, yeah. uh, How the fuck do of, you get that though? How this, do you get well, amniotic this, fluid? This is what it reminds me of. Uh, we got a comment on our uh, on our TikTok about Green Shirt Day, which is all about organ uh, donation. Organ farmer, organ farmer. Uh, that's right. <laughs> well, well, somebody commented that's on that's it. Was right. like, King was like, was like, was like. Like, alert, don't sign up for organ donation. If you get sick, doctors will make sure that you die so they can harvest your organs. It's like... It sucks to be that person. Isn't it crazy that people think that, like, that that would be something that would happen? That's crazy, right? But It like, sucks that they live a life that thinks that because it, it points to the th- similar thinking about a whole bunch of other stuff that is definitely going to make their whole quality of life. Totally. And that's exactly what I thought until I heard Jared talk about this, this eyedrop thing. And now I'm thinking it's companies like this who have bought doctors who like are then, if I sign up for organ donation, they're going to take my, they're going to make sure that I die so they can harvest my amniotic fluid so that they can make eye drops. And then you see the benefit in, in, in taking that, thing that 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 fact that yeah. you know and then applying a similar thought process across the entire structure yeah. of society and you know what's bullshit is that this company is saying that i will see more clearly if i take their eye drops i've never seen more clearly than i do right now about exactly what they're trying to do right yeah which is steal your information and my and, organs and your organs yeah there well, folks, have, I hope you enjoyed it. this week's episode of Feel Good Friday. Uh, this was fun, and we'll be back next week. And in the meantime, trust nobody. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can leave a rating or review on the Apple Podcasts or over in the Spotify mobile app. And uh, come on over, join the Discord. We've got lots of fun conversations happening over there. Uh, really beautiful community of folks who like to chime in and uh, raz us, and we raz them. And it's a good old time. So uh, the yeah. Discord link is in most of our show notes, so you can find it there. Yeah, sometimes they spank us and we spank them back. <laughs> Metaphorically and humanely speaking. Um, and if you want to be a guest on the show, go to sickboypodcast.com and fill out the guest form. Or if you have somebody that you know that you would like to nominate or recommend to us for a Wednesday episode where we speak to our uh, health professionals across the spectrum of all things health and science related, uh, go to the form and fill it out. Um, on their behalf, and, uh, and without and telling them, without te- without uh-huh. telling them, yeah, um, yeah. and without Thoughts their consent, yeah, uh, and uh, and and maybe we will have them on the show to talk about whatever interesting thing that they are involved in in the uh, world of health. 
You know, what's interesting is, um, you know, I feel like I'm a bit of an empath and, uh, and I'm empathizing with the listeners right now who, you know, might listen to these types of episodes and never know what to really believe um, after they're over. And I just want to say, I got to have a good sarcasm. Uh, I see sarcasm you. dial. I feel you. And I see you out there. Yeah. And um, the other person I see and, and feel um, intimately is, is okay. Jeff Lonis, our manager, um, sending out a lot of intimate feelings and seeings to him and to uh, Richard okay Coyne. Rich O'Coin for the theme music. Uh, Rich has a bunch of tour dates. I mean, he just finished like a little He's got a show coming up in uh, Nova Scotia in coming Japan up. Japan and in South Korea, and he's announced a bunch of dates around here. And if you like the theme songs for this show, then you would definitely love uh, Rich's music, and you should check him out mm-hmm. and go to richocoin.ca and get some tickets. That is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeremy, and this is Sick Boy. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.